everyone welcome to friday night live with your host ben and rob if you haven't heard the intelligence whistleblower david grush gave a bombshell report that the u.s government not only has downed ufo crafts in its possession but it even has recovered alien bodies yeah the media is in a frenzy either trying to disprove his testimony or asking the big question are we alone we have questions as well is humanity on the verge of a massive disclosure of extraterrestrial existence? Is this media hype all controlled opposition in order to take hold of the UFO narrative? Join us on this Friday Night Live show as we look back into the past of other government and military whistleblowers who have talked about UFOs and alien crashes. This week alone, there was a report of an unusual UFO and giant alien sightings. <laughs> Is all this setting the stage for Project Bluebeam, or is this the real deal? And on tonight's show, we, there's so much more to go over to, such as our today's Mandela Effect and the top 10 weirder news of the week. And we have our Dig Deep live Q&A only on Rise.TV. So we'll see you guys out. On the edge. Well, hey, are uh, you listening to the Friday Night Live podcast or watching us on a video platform? Leave us a five-star rating and review, and you'll help us reach a lot more people. <laughs> and oh, yeah, and hit the like and subscribe button, too, if you're uh, if you're watching us uh, anywhere you are, Rumble or anywhere. So, Rob, you are pretty blurry, just to let you know. So I think it's part of your connection. So I'm sure we'll get some complaints about that. But I'm just, let just letting people know that... Um, just where you are i think your inter internet is a little bit it's weird i'm plugged directly into the ethernet so should be fine not really sure <laughs> all right anyway um starting out so how, how, how have you been rob how was your week yeah good i mean it, you know all, the, all this ufo stuff it's really interesting everything going on you know it is actually, and I have been following this, and there there are some updates. Of course, we went over a little bit the, a, a little bit of this on um, Tuesday, and, and of course, you know, we said once we get a little bit more information, we'll go over it on Friday. So there really is some very interesting aspects to this. Um, before we start, this is really interesting. Someone in our group shared this. Um, video of this guy talking about um, mason jars and it just kind of goes in this crazy rabbit hole. Let's just kind of play this first before we get started. Guys, what is with American companies and their weird side hustles? Like I was watching the NBA finals the other day and they're playing in the ball arena. My wife sees it and she sees the logo and she's like, 
is that the mason jar people? What are they doing with stadium naming money? Are they like secretly also defense contractors or something? And then we have a great riff about how all American army bases are like picnic tables and lawn games and those string fairy lights. Then I Google it. They are absolutely in defense contracting. They were like, <laughs> hey, we're so good at canned peaches. We should try war. And now they make spy satellites and parts of fighter jets. And you know what they don't make? <laughs> Fucking jars. They got out of the jar business. And then I went down this crazy rabbit hole. AMF makes bowling alley equipment. And they're like kind of famous for their funny, aggressive animations. They also make nuclear power plants and missile launch systems. Honeywell, home security, air conditioning. Yeah. They also made the autopilot system that we use to drop the bomb. When they're oh not busy God. conditioning your air, they're making hands-free nuking capabilities. Really and just this. a couple of years ago, John Deere and the Roomba company joined forces to make an automated robot that patrols around military bases. Look, I get it. I've heard of the military industrial complex before, but I've never googled it i didn't realize no matter what you manufacture in this country at some point the government is going to show up and be like hey we loved your work on bowling pins how would you like to kill guys what is with american that's crazy so yeah there actually there's a lot more companies that you would be shocked about i i found uh, general electric is another one Although they do state on their website that they do not make bombs or nuclear weapons, but, they, but everything else in between there, they, they make for the military. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's just, it is kind of uh, nuts, you know, when you start looking into some of these companies it's like, wow. And a lot, actually for some of these companies, a lot of their, the, the most dollars that they make is from military contracting. So that's probably that why sense, they got, though. yeah. Does it's probably why they got out of mason jars. It's like, hey, we're not making anything on mason jars. All right, we'll just make weapons for the military or whatever it is that they're doing. Or so kind of crazy. But anyway, whoa, Rob, Rob. kicked out. <laughs> that happened earlier too. Um, all right, why don't we go into we'll just start with the um Bandela effect and then uh hopefully rob will come back uh, we'll... he might be having some issues with his wi-fi so we'll just get into this so you guys so i i kind of um yeah i'm always trying to find new things and of course there's like always new Mandela effects and um, people are now sending me stuff and everything else, but it's kind of interesting. I, I found this like massive. Oh, there you are. Hey, your, your, your quality is way better too. Yeah. So. I just, I just, I think I troubleshooted it. I okay. Got it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Okay. So, um, this is one of those things where, where, yeah, it's like one of those spelling words. It's like, okay, it could be, this could be that, but Flintstones or Flint stones. Um, <laughs> Yeah, these are all these are all kind of interesting because flint stones obviously makes more sense than flint stones. However, when I see the two T's next to each other, it just doesn't look right to me. I don't know. What what do you think, Rob? There's just no possible way the creators of the flint stones would have chosen any other word other than flint because flint was what they used to start fires and I mean it is from true. the stone age. 
Yeah, it is true. I just don't necessarily remember the T, but no, however, I think I think this is a case of people. This one particularly is not mm -hmm. a good example, in my opinion. It's like a case of people just com entirely saying it like that because it's easier to say and leaving the T silent and then even spelling it that way and then not double checking and all of that stuff. And well, Lindsay, start showing some of these what I found. So these are old newspapers that um, it does look better like that. It looks more, <laughs> it looks right to me. But the weird I mean? thing is, it's in multiple places. Right. And the this is when the movie came out in 1994. Now, some of them have flint stones. Some of them have Flynn stones. But once again, here's a look, even there. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Though. This is weird because here it says Flynn stones in those two places. And over on the right underneath that photo, it says flint stones. Yes. That's what I'm saying. This is weird. This this one is weird for me. I and and I I mean I have to be honest. I don't remember the T. It just always looked weird. But you know I could be wrong about this one. But it is weird how many newspapers that I found have them both, and it, it'll have both on the same page in some some instances, such as that one. Um, but all of these are from. 94 ish when the movie first came out let's see what is this one from i think this is in june um i forget where this is from but anyway so there's another one flynn stones there is quite a few there was a few thousand that i found that said the word flynn stones once again here's multiple cases of it i don't know it's just weird there's like so many rabbit holes I can go on in these old newspaper clippings that, that I've been like looking into. But that's super weird. Yeah. I mean, some people are saying they think they just misspelled it here. I don't know. It's kind of interesting either way. Yeah, it's um, a hard one because Flintstones looks correct to me. But like if you think about yeah. this from the perspective of a Stone Age you know, family and it Flint is a stone. It doesn't make sense that they would call it Flynn. No, it doesn't. Flint. You're right. I mean, it, it makes perfect, makes more sense. And that's why sometimes we we're finding like in some cases, the Mandela effect almost makes a little bit more sense. In some cases it, it, uh, you know, and doesn't. Hey guys, this one that you're looking at is in the same paper as this one. Spelled See? two different ways. Again, it's just weird. Like, why? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can understand it if it's just one instance, but it's a lot of different cases in this regard. Like, there was over a thousand different newspapers that had Flynn well, you know, stones. I remember when this movie came out, and it, this looks right to me. Like, Flint mm. stones in that movie looks right to me. Like, I remember it saying that. You know what I mean? <laughs> man looking at these movie show times though like you bring back such old memories of yeah back in the day when you were like oh i have to keep the sunday paper so that i know what's like playing this yeah week. dude the yeah, yeah. yeah. that was when newspapers were like the iphone yeah <laughs> everybody would like show up with it under their arm and they would they'd use that for anything general i know this is taking me back to the 80s yeah it's makes so me want to go play mini golf 90s. and <laughs> go to a batting cage or something yeah anyway 
Very so interesting. It's not as much the case of the Mandela effect as it is the state of our educational system. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it depends on who you talk to uh, on this one, you know. And of course, the song would have changed too. It's like Flintstones, you know, except for Flintstones. But you know, what you remember and what you believe, I guess. So it's always, I don't know, all this stuff is very interesting. Next week, we I have uh, something specific on uh, um, some cool information we found on uh, uh, Ed McMahon, so we can show that next week. So some new videos that came out. So always good stuff. All right. Um, before we like kind of jump into everything, I, I thought we could just briefly talk about this, like this, the smoke out of Canada, <laughs> man. Yeah, I've been dealing with that for a few days. That's... Are, are you are you experiencing it in Ohio? It's everywhere, dude. It's the entire that entire area. Like, okay, wow. so you can you can look at um, you can look at the um, the what is it the um, uh, pollution score. Mm-hmm. So there's like a, a I, I can't remember if that's exactly what it's called. But anyway, if you if it's above 200, you probably shouldn't even be going outside. And it was around 330 in New York for a couple of like days, basically like Dude. two days. And this then crazy. all around there, like going over to like Rhode Island through Connecticut and Rhode Island, it was at like 200 the score. <laughs> and then up in New York. It was like, yeah, like at the very, I think it was um, Syracuse for a while was at like, yeah, it was in the 300s. And o- Ohio was in like 100. It was like 100, 130. So like these are like China conditions where like, you know, all those people are wearing those masks all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why are these people wearing masks? It's because it's like it burns your throat when you're breathing it in. Yeah, it was bad. And it was bad in New York. But like people were kind of like, yeah, they were overreacting, it seemed to me. A little bit hmm. you know like it's a little dramatic <laughs> it's like oh the apocalypse is here and blah. it's like dude it just like it's gonna take like two days it's gonna be gone you're gonna forget about it wow hopefully in a couple days but yeah definitely definitely could bring some respiratory issues i mean i know it when we were in um uh australia that was like that too i mean yeah i remember that smoke was going on and it was just yeah yeah, yeah and um yeah, that was it was kind of weird, actually. I think I'm trying to remember if that was like one of the it, it wasn't that bad for some of the places that we were for most of the cities. It really wasn't that bad. But um, when we were driving to uh, from Melbourne to Sydney, that that was where it was kind of weird. But all those crazy fires out there. I still don't really understand exactly what what's causing all this in Canada and the smoke. I mean, it just says dry and it's just fires, but I don't know if this is like, there's all kinds of speculation we could do as to how those fires started, Ben. Yeah. Especially with everything (laughs) that's been happening over the last year. (laughs) Seriously. It's like, (laughs) choose your adventure kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Any one of these. All right. So, um, all right. Well, why don't we're going to we're going to show one of our awesome trailers right now. And then we get back. We'll start jumping into all of this uh, alien disclosure stuff and see where it's going. So when disease strikes humanity, 
when corruption is on the rise. When darkness descends, how can we find the light? Noble governors, honorable caretakers, destructive dictators. Each time a plague hit, the state of the people seemed to determine their fate. What if this were a pattern nobody has ever looked at before? Are people's illnesses tied to their spirits? Does chaos in society reflect chaos in the cosmos? This goes deeper than any history books look at plagues has ever gone before. Plague Part 2 Divine Retribution <laughs> that music was really cool. That reminded it reminded me of, of um, Interstellar, actually, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I've been wondering for a while, like, why we used this image of Toth in a top hat for the Plague series. Just kidding. <laughs> Looks like Toth in a top hat. <laughs> actually, wow. It's weird, that, that right? Mask, the mask, the plague mask. It yeah. does. It's like if you painted it blue, it actually, like bright blue, it would kind of be a, a little bit more engaging, like not so scary looking. Yeah, you put Toth in the top hat and all of a sudden the world breaks out in a plague. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in a dance. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess that I don't know. Well, that'd be raw, right? So, really, the the blue. Well, yeah. So, you know, what was really interesting about that series was that when you start looking at all of the, um, all of the different times when plagues have hit humankind, you just start finding some really weird, um parallels in all of them like what mm -hmm. was going on in society how people were were dealing with and handling things and it it's uh it, it's a surprising a lot a lot of people are not looking at that like how plagues are actually used because you can't you can't actually i i mean personally after researching all of that you can't actually pull that away from having more spiritual beliefs because it, it appears to be an arrangement more than anything. It's really interesting, mm -hmm. you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that anything that affects our world on a global scale, you know, it's it's like there's some divine reasoning for it one way or the other. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just because it, it happened the way it happened. And, you know, why why these things take place is is a question but but i think that you know there, there's ultimately you know two forces here you know that's kind of fighting well not i don't want to say fighting but you know we're kind of in the middle of this and it's like our our choice to choose which path that we want to follow whether the light or the darkness and you know and um so yeah i, I think that you know these things especially back then, I think when they happen, it gives a human beings to chance to really learn how to improve themselves and become better as human beings. But we got the Renaissance era through, through the plague. So all the amazing yeah. paintings and artwork, you know, through that, through that time period, because people were just stuck in their homes. And so they just started painting and, 
You got some really beautiful stuff. That's that's an interesting take on it. I've never <laughs> heard anyone explain it like that. That's interesting. Maybe maybe that did have have an effect on on the painting at the time. That's interesting. I think we talked about it one time at some point. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we. It's like we've had a lot of we've had so many conversations and talked about. So I many know, things. right? It's Sometimes impossible it's like, to remember all of them. Yeah, it really is. It's like, didn't you do a video on this? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. But I have to pull up all the details of like you know everything we went over. Right, so, right. Pretty yeah. But anyway, pretty interesting, all of it and everything that's happening now. So well, speaking of Renaissance paintings, so uh, how about those UFOs? Actually, there are a lot of UFOs in uh, Renaissance, Renaissance paintings. paintings. <laughs> well, isn't there one in um, Leonardo da Vinci's one of them? No, I don't think it's Mona Lisa. I, I used to keep thinking it's Mona Lisa. It's not Mona Lisa. It's the other. It's the you other know, one. The guy's like looking up. And it's in the background and there's this like UFO that's kind of like flying. And it's like bright. It's one of the paintings of of Mary or whatever. And there's like a big thing. It's a something in the sky i guess it's yeah like, it's hard to it's know one it of is. those anyway it's yeah. kind of hard to say exactly but the dude in on the ground is looking up at it i think Lindsay found the painting so she'll bring yeah, it yeah here it is yeah right behind her can you zoom in on that and else it's just like squished bug yeah, yeah right right <laughs> It's not extremely high resolution, so it just looks like a squished bug. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's fascinating, to say the least. So, yeah, it is. I know that's yeah. There, wow. Okay, there. That's a better some better, type of craft, you know. It really is. It really is. I mean, it's just fascinating that Leonardo added this in in this specific painting. No matter what it is, you know, it's very yeah. fascinating. It course, is. He had um, drawings of 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 that area too from a bird's eye view, and that was a big question back then. Like, how was he able to get detailed drawings of? I think it was like London, right? I can't remember exactly what's it, not London. Well, yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't Italy. think that's as hard as as people think because he was yeah, working with too. with cartographers and stuff. Once, you know, like think about it, like all the people that were on ships trying to find land, they would draw, they would, they would have ways of measuring how the land would look from above by going around and tracking everything. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's that hard if you're talking to the right people, you know, that's true too, but it's still interesting to say the least considering that, well, you know, he, he got that pretty accurately. Yeah, and I think a lot of the I think I honestly think a lot of those painters had their third eyes open and they were looking at That could at be stuff, too. That could know? be too. Yeah, like and a total more spiritual aspect of, of things too, you know. Didn't really think about it in that sense. So, yeah, you might be I'm glad that somehow we really did transition from Renaissance paintings to UFOs. Like <laughs> that was probably one of the smoothest unintentional transitions we've done in a long time. <laughs> If that's not a pitch for your show, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> really. Join us on Edge of Wonder as we talk about Renaissance art and UFOs. <laughs> All in the same paragraph. <laughs> uh, that's kind of what's great about this, this show, though, right? It's like we will literally do that. We'll go back and forth like that. It is really cool.
Well, speaking of UFOs and not Renaissance art, um, <laughs> so yeah, so this uh, intelligence officer, we we did, um, you know, we did kind of talk about her briefly on on Tuesday. We're just kind of like, wow, okay, this is kind of breaking news. We'll look into it. Um, so this report officially came off on the debrief, and. Um, so Leslie Kean and, um, Ralph, uh, I cannot pronounce that guy's name, Blumenau, Blumen something. Anyway, they, they wrote this and actually they had, they had something on Twitter that they announced because the question was, why did they go through the debrief instead of, um, one of the other media? And they actually went to Washington post with this information first which is very fascinating, actually. And, and Lindsay, there is a uh, tweet here. Um, uh, yeah, here it is. Yeah, that right there. So she's going to pull this up. So this is a tweet from Ralph. Um, they both said the same thing, actually. Leslie and Ralph both tweeted out the same thing. But he wrote, to be clear, the Washington Post did not pass on our UAP story. Leslie and I took it to the debrief because we were we were under growing pressure to publish it very quickly. The post needed more time and we couldn't wait. Okay, Blumenthal is his name. Blumenthal, sorry. Well, so, but that's still... Yeah. This is still a huge issue. Like, the post needed more time to do what exactly? Like That's number one. Yeah. What it, did they need to do more time with? And two, who... Under growing pressure from who? <laughs> yeah. And yes, also very interesting question. But it's like, what What in the world? This is like the most, like, to, you know, with what Tucker Carlson was saying the other day, too. It's like, this is the most breaking, crazy news anyone's ever heard. <laughs> and, and, and Washington Post is like, yeah, we, 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 we probably just need to take a few more days look look this over and, and figure out how to word it yeah i you think know? that's probably what they were trying to figure out honestly it yeah. was like okay how do we present this information like what which which is you know which way and then they were probably researching it as well and probably it's new york post probably calling certain contacts i'll just say and say hey is this okay if we run the story or not you know so that could be the case too now there was a comment i read um from just somebody who who saw who saw that that tweet and they wrote john according so basically they i guess they were interviewed um by christy uh, or, i'm sorry chrissy newton um of the debrief and they said that the reason what why they said they were pressured was because there was some t intimidation towards dave from quote unquote outside sources so um what are those outside sources? I don't really know. What kind of intimidations? I don't really know either. But I guess they were kind of like the some kind of threats that were ramping up. And so they were like, okay, we don't have time to go with Wall Street or Washington Post. We're just going to quickly, whoever can run with the story, will have it run. And the debrief was the one that, that, that they got it. Now, Fox News did a follow-up interview with um, David, which was pretty interesting. So... <clears throat> You want to read this, Rob? Oh, you're muted. Sorry about that. Who's Mike Colangelo again? 
I'm not 100% sure, actually. He's a YouTuber and full time video editor. All I want is full UFO, a UAP disclosure. I truly think we're not alone in the universe and we're not alone on Earth. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, dear US Congress, the ball is now in your court. Ralph Blumenthal and Leslie Keene point out that Congress has to do an investigation now. David Grush has already told Congress that they have been lied to when it comes to the reality of a, a non-human presence on Earth and non-human craft retrieval programs. Leslie Keene also adds that Congress has heard from other people besides David Grush, and perhaps those individuals have provided even more specific information. Full interview here. So the other thing about Crush, he signed a um, like a affidavit with his statement. So right, you know th that that is big. That That's that big. Mean, yeah, it's really big. It means that, that means you're not messing around. Like you're willing yeah. to put your word on the line in a, in like its oath, basically. Yes, yes, hundred percent. So that that's one of the major things with this and so who is this guy well this is really interesting the brief really i mean this article is massive but there's some really good information here because it does go into his background he was a former intelligence official turned whistleblower um you know he gave congress and the intelligence community and specter general extensive classified information about deeply covert programs that he says possesses retrieved intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. The information he says has been illegally withheld from Congress, which is why Congress doesn't know about it. He filed a complaint alleging that he suffered illegal uh, retaliation for his confidential disclosures. Um, so he's a decorated former combat officer in Afghanistan is a veteran of the national geospatial geospatial intelligence agency <clears throat> NGA um he's also in our own national reconnaissance office mm -hmm. yeah he served as the re reconnaissance <laughs> office representation to the unidentified aerial phenomena task force from 2019 to 2021. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. so I, I mean, late, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, and from late yeah. 2021 to July 2022, he was the NGA's co-leader for UAP analysis and his representative to the task force. Yeah, and he, he served as an intelligence officer for over um, 14 years. Um, and I think what's interesting is this right here. So he's a veteran of the air force, numerous awards and decorations for his participation in covert and clandestine operations to advance American security. Like he, he was a heavy hitter. People he was a very heavy hitter. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of what we're seeing, like a lot of the people that are coming out are just like, you know, pilots. They're like, Oh, I was a pilot happened to see this UFO, you know? And, and so it's like, Okay, th this is this is one of the first. I mean, there has been former uh, head people that have come out from like various organizations or like you know former. They were like, oh, I was like a former person working in X company or X government organization or something like that. But this is one of the first times where somebody of this stature has really um, came out and and is currently. It looks like he's still kind of within. Um, these organizations and really talking about this. So I think that is what's kind of different uh, than a lot of what other people's testimonies 
are, um, you know, compared to what, what he's saying. And, um, so this debrief, they interview also a guy and it's a pseudo name and they don't really, the only thing I would say is they don't really explain that very well. They kind of explain it later on that Jonathan Gray isn't really his real name, but they don't really get right into it. So they, they, they mentioned a guy named Jonathan Gray and um, generational officer of the United States intelligence community with a top secret clearance who currently works for the National Air and Space Intelligence Center. So um, this guy, because he's currently in like doing these things, that's why they gave him a pseudo name. And he's talking about UAPs as well. And he's basically backing up David's story. He said, the non-human intelligence phenomenon is real. We are not alone. Retrievals of this kind are not limited to the United States. This is a global phenomenon, and yet a global solution continues to elude us. I just, it's funny, like, while you were talking about that, and you, and you said, like, oh, we are not alone, all of a sudden, a flash of Mark Zuckerberg came into my, <laughs> my mind's eye, and I just started, like, cracking up. That's hilarious. <laughs> come on okay look i don't know if he's an alien or not but he he has a very like unique disposition well he says he's not human mark zuckerberg, zuckerberg. yeah do you remember that no, I remember Elon Musk said that about no, himself. no, no, no. Like, Mark, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he he's giving a speech to like these his these like this class. Oh yeah, but and, he, and he, he was a joke, right? Well, like, he's like he's like he's the way he passes it off. It was like I, I'm, but I'm I'm not. I I, I was human, or, or and then he's like, oh wait, I mean I am human, you know, and yeah, this is it. But it is gonna bother you because you're human, and and I was human. I am human still. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> it is gonna bother you because you're human and i was no, human and, i am I human was, no no that was you're right that was that was gold <laughs> he's like he's like so, something happened now i'm like my body's been taken over like what just happened <laughs> i just love that he's like and you're and you're human and i was human and and i'm still human <laughs> It's like, it's like he realized what he said. <laughs> he just asked. So like, so like, was that like a, a an elitist mentality of like I'm no I'm like above human now, or was this that's, or was this an I mean, alien thing? You know, that's what I mean. A lot of these elites. I mean, that, that's my understanding. You know, it's like oh, I'm no longer associated myself with these so human weird. beings. Like I'm above them now. You know, or I'm pure. It's it's like the harry potter like pure blood and the mud blood or whatever you know i feel like if you're not part of this elite thing and you're like oh if you're you're not pure blood you're like right right it's like okay i don't know i don't know if that's really what it meant or not but it, it definitely sounded like that <laughs> it's like it's like you guys are human and and i'm not anymore but it's like what do you mean anymore what did you do differently <laughs> that's the question right <laughs> oh anyway this is crazy well um yeah so back to all of this because yeah this is i mean it, it's interesting because it, you know the media is kind of torn on how to report on this like some of them are, <laughs> you think yeah because some of them are like well 
according to if like if if aliens and this stuff was real, wouldn't NASA tell us by now? And it's like, come on, people. <laughs> Why? Well, I just it amazes me how much trust people put in in government. Yeah, like Pentagon denies secret UFO retrieval program after whistleblower bombshell. Like, do you really think the Pentagon's going like, to come out and be like, oh, yes, actually, we do have this. And by the way, all of those missing billions and maybe trillions of dollars. Yeah, that was actually going into this program that we we're using with your taxpayers dollars. So they're not going to say that. Like, can <laughs> we have I just want like a even if it's a really short period in the future where all of these people who think they're so smart and have put all of this like trust in these organizations have to come to terms with how unintelligent and duped they've been, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I mean, one, one of the related to the bodies now, the alien bodies, one of the quotes that he said was, well, naturally when you recover something that's either landed or crash, sometimes you encounter dead pilots and dead pilots. Yeah, as as fantastical as it sounds, it's true. And when he's saying dead pilots, he's not talking about yeah, he's humans. not talking about humans. Yeah, he just that was the nicest way to put. We found aliens is calling him. A it, pilot. it is. <laughs> it's like, it such the nicest. It was like such like a like, a OK, I'm just going to ease my way into this. Uh, we just got a comment from Trish who says if the Pentagon said it, then it must be true. <laughs> yeah okay and then there was that what was that arrow a-a-r-o or whatever part of the and oh the a-tip is that what you're a talking about no 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 no. so there was a quote in one of the reports that was from the pentagon where the pentagon was like hey we haven't had any we we haven't had any interaction with any alien beings we know nothing about this that was their that was their official report oh, yeah. and i believe the organization was the a o yeah, oh yeah there the it a -A is a a a r o right okay foreign object identification and management group no uh, no all don oh. domain anomaly resolution office they have no yeah. knowledge of this reportedly according to them but what this guy fired back with, Grush, is that, well, yeah, no, they wouldn't have any knowledge of this because this was above their their their, their grade. Yeah, this was above <laughs> their their <laughs> classification level. Yeah, this is this is the thing that, that drives me crazy. It's like, well, we don't have a document on file, so therefore it doesn't exist. And it's like, well, you don't think that there's some card compartmentalization here going on you know? <laughs> yeah, no, i mean that's exactly how the military works dude <laughs> i was thinking it was more of a bruise to the ego if you say to somebody that's above your pay grade and they think they are at the highest pay grade they're less likely to acknowledge that maybe they aren't at the top of that pyramid no i i think that that's a possibility but mm -hmm. of course there's higher always higher classification like our president doesn't Oh, well, I'm talking about theoretically, not this president. I'm saying our president in general doesn't know a lot of stuff. His his classifications don't go that high. I know how that could have sounded with this administration, but I'm actually talking in general of a. Of I don't a, know. If, 
IQ, which is a high anyways. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's a different story. But yeah, I know what you mean, because the president is only in office for eight years. And, you know, it's like Independence Day, that movie. They were talking about that, too. Dude, I got this. OK, but there, there's a paragraph in this. So Jonathan Gray. That's literally this guy's name, Jonathan Gray. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a pseudo name. And that's the only thing I have problems with. They don't actually state that until later on. In the no, article. but Ben, yeah. he, his last name is Gray, as in Gray Alien. Like, he he purposely did that. Like, he I made see his saying. pseudo Yeah, he made I his pseudo name. I, dude, yeah, I kind of was like, I'm like, wait a minute. Jonathan, <laughs> I'm like, I, I didn't really 100%. So, like, is this, reason. like... It would be That's okay. I'm just true. just running through different scenarios here. Wouldn't it be yeah. really funny if Jonathan Gray was one of the aliens trying to come out to be like, "Hey, we exist, guys." <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, another thing that that Grush said, or Grush said that um, he said that the the craft recovery operations are ongoing at various levels of activity, and that he knows the specific individuals, current and former who are involved. And that's really big because if he's coming out and saying this, saying like, well, I, it's not just me saying it, not that I have documents. I can even point out everybody that's been involved in this and, and what they know and what they don't know. So it, it, that's like, you know, to me, that's pretty big because you're saying that these people could actually cl collaborate on my story if they, decide to come forward as well with information so <clears throat> anyway all this is so so awesome but all right we're gonna play one more trailer and when we get back we'll start talking about the ex-israeli space head um who came out and talking about aliens too that sounds good quite about I didn't want to go public without evidence because I knew no one would believe me. The entire incident happened about five to six minutes in total. And my mom shouts really loud, Oh my God, what is that? What is that? At no point did the two men in black or the Air Force gentleman ask my mother or her friends what did they see? They looked human, but they did weird things. The men in black, they said, you will report it as a helicopter crash or we will take your son away. The men in black play the narrative and the media outlets skew it back out. This was 1991 Project Mockingbird in full effect. All right, so let's say there's a scenario out there where you're watching this show for the first time and you you heard this report came out and you're on the fence about whether or not there's a cover up and that aliens actually exist. Go watch that interview. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch that interview that we just showed that trailer on and that will give you enough information to m make a more informed decision about what 
you think potentially is actually going on because there's no way there's no way he could have been in that situation if there wasn't more story to this whole thing. And there's so many stories that, that are out there. Like I that. mean, yeah. And, and I, um, you know, like we, we, when we think of like one of the first crashes in, in the United States, we think of Roswell, but in reality there were, there's even bigger crashes than Roswell that happened. And on top of that, there were, there were so many crashes that happened prior to Roswell. So um, it's just a lot of those were recovered by military personnel before like the public got wind of it. And what made Roswell so unique was that um, it happened on, on someone's farm. So of course the uh, media got a hold of it before the military did. And the military is like, well, we don't know what this is and whether, you know, and then the next day it's like, <laughs> Oh, weather balloon. And um, you know, some of the people that said they came forward were threatened and that seems to be going, you know, kind of a constant thing here with this. If, if I ever become a whistleblower and I have to choose a pseudoname and I'm whistleblowing for UFOs, my pseudoname is going to be Robbie Roswell. <laughs> well, now you can't use it. Everyone's going to know what you are. But no, no, <laughs> no, no. That'll be our that'll be our our secret that everyone will know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's also interesting because. You know, well, the big question is, can like I think that everyone is asking, can we trust this guy or not? And is this a controlled narrative? And what's going on? Rob and I were kind of talking about this on Tuesday, and I had some more time to think about this because I wanted to see how the media would <clears throat> respond over the next couple of days. And the fact that now I know that Washington Post was first presented with a story, but they were kind of like not wanting to go with it. It, well, it, or it took them a long time to go with it, you know, and not jumped on it right away. Like, yes, like, you know, New York Times broke that one story. We want to break this one. This is huge yeah. news, you know, and instead it's like they were sitting on it trying to figure out what they should do with it. And um, that could be a sign that this guy is kind of like independent, you know, maybe. And may, who knows? Maybe this is actually like. Uh, you know, there are, of course, not every government agency is corrupt. Maybe, you know, this is more of a positive side of, you know, the people trying to get the, the people within the uh, government agencies trying to get the truth out. You know, that could you be know, another option. There's a really big elephant in the room here when we start talking about probability of alien beings, too, which is that, you know, when I hear Elon Musk talking about it or people from NASA and they're like, well, uh, certainly there could be, but we haven't seen anything yet. Right. And then how how like I would love to sit down with Elon Musk and ask him if if aliens exist and him respond to me the way that he does and then have the opportunity to say in a filmed interview. OK, I understand maybe you've never encountered any alien beings, but how do you process the amount of of people that have come forward saying that they have experienced something, that they've been abducted. Like, do you really seriously think that all of these people, all of them are just insane? And you can, you can for, for sure say that that's, that's the case. Like, it's not like, why is no one talking about the amount of people that have come forward 
to say something's happened to them and use that as some type of 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 evidence that that these things exist. That doesn't make any sense. Like according no. to everyone out there, because NASA hasn't come forward or Elon Musk hasn't yeah. said that there are any, James Earl White is is crazy. You're just crazy. Like, oh, sorry, you never experienced any of that. Your mom never experienced any of that. That's like that's gaslighting at the highest degree right there. Right. You know? right. Well, well, and the fact that the Pentagon came out and was like, well, we don't know if any such things exist, you know, the best or I don't know what was the exact wording. They think they were trying to shut down like the Pentagon and NASA both are trying to shut this down. And, um, you know, this really caught wind. This was like a storm that came through. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever you feel about Fox News, I don't know, I have my personal opinions about Fox News, but still they, they interviewed this guy right on the spot. And, um, you know, so that that's kind of all pretty fascinating. So, yeah, I, I think it just goes back to what we we're saying earlier. And well, there's other people in the chat, too. I was noticing they're saying things like, well, I don't know about his body language. I don't know if I really trust him. And if OK, one, if this is true, if this is actually you know, by the way, he signed from everything I'm seeing, he signed an affidavit. So. If he, I mean, the fact that he's coming out saying this, knowing that if he's going against someone saying like, you know, knowing that he's going to have threats and everything else, that could be why he's a little bit. Why, why would he come forward and ruin his entire life? Why are people taking that into consideration? That's That's what I'm saying. He's at the highest level of classification and the dude puts himself out there to release this information. And you're telling me this guy wants fame. The moment he comes forward, immediately everyone thinks he's crazy. You know, he's going to be facing public backlash of the highest degree everywhere he goes. And you're telling me that this guy, I don't know if I believe him. That's a really interesting point. It really is. Because, you know, the other aspect is he could have been sitting on this for for years, you know, like trying to figure out when is the right time to come out, he, if he, he should he, come out. He, he was yeah. Yeah. sitting on and, this for years. Yeah, because I, I he, he's talking about what happened also in 2017 with the release of all this stuff with New York Times, you know, released all that stuff with the 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 thing you know the, the the footage and like it's just interesting because they released that you know and and it didn't quite create the hype it's kind of like okay here's a some kind of official strange plane or you know ufo basically on some plane that the technology looks like it's from like 1984 so <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy in itself. So, <laughs> and it's like, I'm sure, you know, with all the satellites they have, I'm sure they have very detailed image of these things, you know, but it's like, okay, we won't release those images. We'll release the like, you know, 1964 satellite, whatever radio image from, from this plane of this thing, you know, and this object. But um, yeah, I mean, man, there's, there, I, I, it's like it's. I think we would just be shocked at the at the at the level of information that is out there, that is just probably sitting behind some desk, you know, in some Pentagon underground. Oh, are you kidding? Of course. You know, or just straight of up course. UFOs in general. Yeah. 
All right, you guys, we've got we're going to be going into questions at some point pretty soon, but there's a few headlines we actually we really want to get through mm-hmm. here. So first is aliens in hiding until mankind is ready, says ex-Israeli spacehead. This is a thing. OK, New York Post article here. Uh, the truth may be out there, but nowhere near as out there as this tale. Space this aliens from, have re- yeah. Sorry, this is from 2020. So this, from this was 2020. a years ago. Yeah. Yeah, not that long ago. Space aliens have reached an agreement with the U.S. government to stay mum on the experiments they conduct on Earth, as well as their secret base on Mars, until mankind is ready to accept them, the former head of Israeli space program claimed in a new interview. The aliens have asked to have asked not to announce that they are here because humanity is not ready yet. Haim Esht told Israeli paper uh, Yedoyeth Aranoth. Wow, that's a crazy name. According to the Jewish press, the Jewish press speculated that Eshed 87 may have gone to insanity and beyond goes on to unspool his tangled web, which claims the involvement of President Trump in interplanetary diplomacy. So here's a quote, quote, Trump was on the verge of revealing alien existence, but the aliens in the Galactic Federation are saying, wait, let people calm down first. Ashed, who helmed Israeli, Israel's space security program from 1981 to 2010, reportedly said they don't want to start mass hysteria. They want to first make a sane and understanding. This, this is okay. This isn't some random pilot talking about this. This is like, this would be like the former head of NASA saying this stuff. Yeah. 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 That was, that was heading NASA for 20 years. So th- 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 this is why this is so explosive. And then it's just kind of like, Oh, well, we'll just ignore what this guy said because that is way out there. Well, and instead, it's like, okay, you know, but it's like, why would this guy say this? Who's yeah. the head of the Jewish space agency? Like, this is crazy. That's what I mean. It's like, it's like, no matter what, no matter what level of your work is, no matter what your classification is, no matter what your credentials are, as soon as you come forward, no matter who you are, no matter what your work was previously, people are going to say you're crazy. Like the first the first thing that was said is like, oh, he must have really uh, cracked here. Right. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we started talking about this, it's like, what was that that they said? Uh, well, they said but nowhere is gone in... to insanity they... and beyond. Right. <laughs> like which was, you know, what was the what was the the name of the cartoon character, Lindsay? Oh, to infinity and beyond. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear, right. Who was yeah. a space, you know, he's a space traveler mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's like, that's what happens. It doesn't matter who you are. So no matter how many people come out, everyone across the world, it did like, think about how many people have already come out saying that they're aliens, saying that they've had an experience. How many official people who have worked in clandestine projects have come out, have tried to tell people and no one will believe them. The mainstream media will not talk about it. As soon as you start talking about it, you're crazy. (laughs) Right. I mean, completely, completely. I mean, I just like, this is insane too, because like somebody at this level, you would think that if, if he's saying something like this, I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying that 100% believes this guy, but but it's just it's just super crazy that somebody at this status. I would- totally believe this guy. 
you do yeah wait the israel israeli guy yeah the israeli guy yeah okay so i don't believe everything that he said i believe the gersh guy oh but yeah no i did with this I guy yeah. like the part where he starts talking about the galactic federation and trump and stuff i'm like mm, i'm not sure i don't know could it have happened know. sure I anything's know. possible i'm open to it but it's like you know i was open to flat earth too it just didn't really resonate I mean, with me. And with this, you no know, offense to anyone who you yeah. know actually believes that. I just think that the firmament right. means something very different. Diana, I, I think we both agree with that. But uh, yeah, I, and I think with this, you know, there could be other alternative motives, you know, for a reason why this is coming out. You know, that that's the other thing. There's there's so many different factors okay. here. But the fact that this guy is even saying this stuff, and he was like the head of the space agency, is a pretty big deal. The problem with this entire thing is something that we touched on on Tuesday, which is that most of the time when this stuff comes forward, when people come forward, there are massive amounts of uh, psychological operations behind them. There just are. Mm -hmm. There is something afoot usually going on to try to get a certain group of people talking about things or you're, they're figuring out how they react to certain things. So maybe the only reason that this was allowed to happen was to do some of that. And I'm not saying it's false information. I'm just saying that it could be that there is a deeper reason behind it as well. You know? Yeah. I mean, that, that could be, um, that, that very could well be that there could be a deeper reason for, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's what I was saying earlier. Maybe there's like an alternative motive of why, these things are happening and you know what was the big red flag what? for me what's that that guy said um they don't the aliens don't want to start mass hysteria they want to first make us sane and understanding so my first thought is what gives aliens the right to want to make us sane and understanding who gets to judge what the people of the world are ready for well i think that there's different aspects to this and there's different um you know, from everything that we know, there's different groups of different alien races, positive and negative. The, the negative ones just do what they want to do and and are going after their own agendas, whereas the positive ones have to follow more of the the cosmic law of the universe. They can't, you know, they're not they're not going to directly come here and interfere with us if that would be a going against the laws and, you know, God that's governing everything. It's like, okay, you know, if we are, if we're, because, because if they showed up, humanity wouldn't be able to handle it. It's like all the stuff I, would happen, you know? I'm sorry, Lindsay, are we watching the same news? Because I don't think people are sane and understanding at all. I think they're <laughs> yeah, insane. That, that's the main thing. I think no, people my are point totally was, crazy right now. My point was this, they're saying the aliens want to make us sane no, and no, understand. I know, but but those aliens that said that, I don't think those are the the weird gray ones. I think he's talking about some like ad, more advanced like cosmic yeah. race of aliens like the Nordics or something that are actually who knows what they are or who they're related to or what their marching orders are. I don't know any of that stuff. All I'm saying is I don't disagree with the fact that people are insane and not understanding. So like I could get why an alien race would say that they, people need to be a little bit more sane and understanding before that information gets released. You know, people are crazy. Like they, 
military people can't even come forward and talk about this stuff without being called insane. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean, it's 100 percent true. And speaking of like UFOs and aliens and everything else, there was actually a major sighting in Las Vegas over the last day or so after all this came out. Um, there was a body cam um, from a police officer even. that This is in Vegas, right? This was in Vegas, yeah. And then right away, there was a... Oh, man, I want to uh, see this so bad. A police report that was filed. So... Um, uh let's see i know not the b has it you can pull up that Lindsay in vegas is a video that, yeah the video is there actually so not um it's strange light videoed falling from the sky in las vegas minutes later a family calls police to report a 10 well actually it's more like a eight to ten foot tall creatures with big shiny eyes in their backyard this really actually happened so here's the um so well okay this is so this is in las vegas you're gonna play it it's almost midnight on may 1st when a las vegas metro police officer's body cam catches this something flashing low in the sky 911 emergency minutes later there's a there's like an eight foot person beside it and another one's inside and it has big eyes and looking at us and it's still there Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Oh, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone saw a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a... It was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testing top. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Like, Did you yeah, see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. What's clear? What? this call seriously. Hey, this what? might sound like a really dumb question. But did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yeah. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey. If those, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, this is quite You can pause that, Lindsay. I actually, I have the video. So this is weird because they're blocking parts of it out. And then he said, you know, for some strange reason, they like blacked out the screen, you know. But actually, I found the parts that wasn't blacked out. And it's a really kind of very low grade video of how they like drew it and everything else. And it was, shoot, I had it in the dock, but what's weird is that the person is, he, the person who made the video believes that there's some kind of figure with big eyes behind a fence. And, and you can see his hand, the hand kind of like moving up and down. Now, honestly, looking at it, it's like, I don't know, but what's shocking is that's the part they cut out 
of that video. So wait, are we going to be able to watch it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just got to, uh, I had it in here and I'm sorry, I'm trying to figure out. I thought I had, it was, I had the right link and then I clicked on it and it was not the right link. So, um, that sounds convenient. Are yeah. You a part of the psychological operation, Ben? <laughs> Meanwhile, there was a, uh, there's another CIA agent that actually came out too saying that he believes that reptilians are aliens and they walk among us, but that's another separate issue. So let me find this, um, this one video I'm talking about that you could read that reptilian one if you want, Rob. Where is that? Vegas. It's down, down there. Let's see. I don't see it. Dude. Oh yeah, CIA agent once encountered okay. a reptilian alien and claimed they walk among us. So I'll read that after Ben shows this footage if you've got it up, Ben. Okay, I got it. Right. Um, <clears throat> Lindsay, I'll put it right underneath the Vegas stuff. But this is this is interesting because this is what's been taken out of that video. You remember we were like, oh, that's blacked out. Yeah. You can kind of see the something private in this property video. That's what they said, private property. And it's like, what are you talking about private property? If they saw an alien being, like you should be filming everything. And, and if it's their property, they can give you permission to film it. So play this. Hey. <laughs> So what people are saying to the right of that guy's head, there's some kind of, it looks like some kind of shadow being that's moving. That's one of the things. And that's why they're like running out because supposedly they see it. Huh. And right there, there's something behind the fence. And this guy zoomed in and it looks like there's like hands that kind of like fingers. You can see fingers. And it almost looks like a giant eye and someone standing up like some like kneeling down, looking, looking through. Now, some people are like, well, that could have been one of their friends on the other side. Right. But I mean, they called 911 and filed a police report again like that. That's a criminal offense. If if you if you file a report and then you're like lying about it, you know, so <clears throat> it. You know, I'm not I'm not saying I 100 percent believe them, but it is weird. And even the police were like, OK, this is weird. One of our officers even saw something going on. Right. So they're obviously all looking at something here. And that's the dude that made the call. <clears throat> ben, where was this? What city? This is in Las Vegas. This is Vegas. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't really think anything about this except for the fact that Metro blocked this whole video out. Yeah, that that's a bit, that's a bit strange because yeah. when have they ever not shown footage? If it's private property, if it's on a body cam, think about how many times we've watched body cam footage from a police officer that was on private property mm -hmm. all the time, exactly. every time. Exactly. That's weird. Exactly. It's really, really weird. And it's just, it just added more. And I, um, so there, there was a guy that kind of circles things, but honestly, that video was kind of a poor quality. This is actually a high quality video. And I, I would love to kind of like even brighten this up, you know, in, in the future. So maybe next time I'll, I'll tr like for, uh, the next time we go live, I'll, uh, 
I'll look more into this video and see if I can find anything else related to it and, and see if anyone, but that's behind the fence. You can definitely see something moving there. And someone was like, you can see a bigger eye through the fence. It's like, look, it's like crouched down looking through and then it just kind of stands up and it looks like there's another one in the distance. That's kind of like running in the shadows or walks through the shadows in the very back background. And then it's like, they're making a call saying like, we saw this thing, you know, and they're showing, it looks like they're showing the police like, okay, this is where we saw it. This is what happened. And it's like, something is still there. So, so, all right. Uh, we got to talk about this reptilian thing. Yeah, we let's go to this reptilian questions. thing. Yes. So C CIA agent once encountered reptilian alien and claimed they walk among us. So a former top CIA agent has claimed he once came face to face with a reptilian alien. And John Ramirez is confident that they will walk among us. I guess his name is John Ramirez. And do we have a picture of this guy? Um, he made the bold claims during an interview on YouTube on youtube channel into the weird into the wired with hollywood there he is well that's him right there okay so i've quote i've had one negative experience with a being that most people would describe as a reptilian he explained it was coming from the living room into my bedroom i was fighting it punching it and i had claw marks the next morning Ramirez is described online as a retired CIA officer who worked in intelligence as well as being a signal intelligence specialist in the United States Navy. That's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, it's like, I, I guess one thing, if, if, if you're like a CIA officer, it's really hard to check into that, you know, because I, everyone who works for them is like kind of secret and it's hard to fact check or that it could be you know but slimy and scaly of a different sort yeah you that know. could be too so yeah interesting to say the least anyway you know but again you know I, and obviously i mean david um Gr um grush that's his name right yeah he i mean i mean this this is just so big and and i think the fact you know he probably could have honestly Going back to David, he probably could have like revealed so much and said so much. But like you said, you know, he kind of kept it. He was very responsible about how yeah. he did everything at every step of the way. It was like he didn't compromise United States security. He didn't. He just simply came out. But which also makes it reek a little bit of a psychological operation to some extent, mm -hmm. because it's like, how was he able to do this when no one's been able to do that? No one's been able to do anything like this for years unless it was allowed. Right. How many people have wanted to come forward and have not been able to come forward? Yeah. Well, in the 90s, there was a lot of people that came forward that were. That's that, my point, that are, though. That are now dead, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, um, I'd really like to get into some questions here. There are some good ones. Um, what do you think, Ben? Shall we move yeah. on to the Q&A? Let's move on to the Q&A. Yes. And uh, what are, are we doing? Are we playing a trailer before we do that? Or are we just going straight into it, Lindsay? Yep, we're going to leave all the platforms that we're on. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, we're going to leave all the platforms. If you're watching our show and you like what we're doing and you like the information that we're bringing, please think about supporting our work. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, it's only $9.99 a month, and we have a, a whole subscription platform that will give you up to, I mean, over 500 shows of all kinds of awesome stuff. We get into all kinds of cool things, and we're not stopping there. 
Um, we're going to be upping our game um, with your support over the next couple of years as well. And um, we could really use your help with all of that. So if you like what we're doing, uh, please um, subscribe and help us out. And uh, here is a trailer. And uh, when we get back, we're going to be doing a live Q&A. And then we're going to be getting more into weirder news of the week, which is the funniest uh, segment we probably have. Yeah. So we'll see you guys over on Rise TV. Thanks. I assure you, vampires are just in the movies. I would sweat on my soul if I had one. <laughs> uh, what truths are lurking in our legends? They couldn't possibly be based on a real-life monster, could they? Vlad the Impaler was not just known for his war tactics. Some say that he was also the world's first vampire, Dracula. But is it all just a batting tale? Or are the movies talking about something real? Find out in part one of Edge of Wonders Halloween series, Vlad the Impaler and Dracula. Let's see what do we got.